Welcome back to Conspiracy Snacks and Tinfoil Hats. I'm your co-host Connor Kenworthy. And I'm Avalon Gubernick. And we are co-conspirators. And here we are to bring you an extra special Halloween treat because we want no tricks here. No. We are covering two very famous folk legends of Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Monster. Dun, dun, dun. So grab your snocks. <laughs> grab your snocks. <laughs> and your tinfoil hats and we'll be with you shortly. Pip, pip, cheerio. Gubernick, how was your week? My week was very busy. Um, I had like midterms. I had to teach because I'm a TA this semester. Um, I had to. What else did I have to do? There's something else. There's just a lot, and I still have a lot of stuff to do. But I got through the week. I had a fun weekend. So good. Yeah. How was your week? To be honest, I don't remember a ton of it. I feel like you just worked. Oh, I mean, that's all I do. But, like, yeah, I had a couple nights, like, I had a couple nights last week that I was up till four working on homework. But, like, that's just, like, the new reality. Um, I did get back from Spokane on Monday. That was fun. Got to see something, Amelia, but we recorded after that. So, yeah, so they yeah it was just that. a lot of work, homework. Literally, that's all I do. I wake up, sometimes do class, sometimes like clean, and then I go to work, and then I come home, and then I do homework, and then I go to bed. That's my life. Um, Do you have a snack today? So, um, I my family had a Halloween party tonight, so I'm very much spreaders. What? I said COVID spreaders. No, Um, we were all tested. We were not, but. Listen, none of us have COVID. No. And it's all people that I've socialized with in the past six months. And um, it was only a little bit. It wasn't a big party. But we had a little Halloween dinner and games. So my snack, I don't have a snack with me, but I had chili and I had a charcuterie board and I had pumpkin spice cake and brownies um but my snack today is because i am covering bigfoot so i brought beef jerky because i went out and i killed him it's like hiking this is his oh yeah no we went two different ways (laughs) with that one uh no i no i love bigfoot i watched harry and the hendersons today we will talk about it i've never seen that movie show you need to go watch it. I think your sisters would like it because it's stupid, but fun. Is it a Disney movie? Um, no, but it's on. Is it on Disney Plus? I don't know. I don't actually. I think my sister just has bought it on Prime, and I think that's what I watched it on. Mm. But no, it's just this like '80s movie. But this family like goes camping, and then on their way home, they hit Bigfoot with their car, and gotcha. so they think they killed him, and then he ends up not being dead. So it's like that whole fiasco, but it takes, well, supposedly takes place in my home state of Washington. So it's fun. Fun. But should we get started? Yes. Okay. So, son of a, um, history of Bigfoot's really boring. Pretty much it all began in like the 1950s. And it began with like someone writing a book about it because they saw a big like a big footprint, and they're like, no. And then there's like the whole like difference between like a bigfoot and a yeti, and yetis are more like bear-like creatures, and they live in the Arctic. Um, well, they're more like yeah, like northern Asia, like North Russia, 
like that area just of like the Himalayas, um, which is kind of where you get the abominable snowman and kind of the Yeti or the same thing. And that has more of an ancient tie where like people of the Himalayas like have kind of like at different times, like some groups have like worshipped this like big abominable snowman. But we're talking about Bigfoot. This is North America native. I read that like about two thirds of like Bigfoot sightings happen in the Pacific Northwest. So (gasps) hometown represent. So Um, Bigfoot is just like a North American folk tale thing. Yes. Okay. And again, like the kind of big difference. So Bigfoot is very much like a human gorilla kind of Bigfoot thing where like a Yeti is similar, but people say it tends to have more like, um, bearish qualities rather than like human qualities. Gotcha. Does that make sense? Okay. So we're going to set a scene. The year is 1967. We haven't even been to the moon yet. I believe Kennedy's been, is president. He's been president for like a year. He's been president for like 10 months this time because we're in October. Marilyn Monroe, still alive, I believe. She's doing her thing. She's, you know, in Hollywood, you know, living life. In JFK's pants. (laughs) Yes, there's affairs going on. Um, We are amidst the Cold War, as always. Um, So there's this, this guy... Two guys, Roger Patton Patterson and Robert Pattinson. Robert, Robert Pattinson, no. Roger Patterson and Robert Gimlin, like Gimli, um, Gimli. decide in the late fall that they want to go on like this like camping horseback riding trip. And so they take Gimlin's truck, all their stuff, and three horses. Um, and Gimlin was super familiar with this area, and there was Um, And he was kind of like knew some of the residents kind of in this area. So he like went here often. So it's Friday, October 20th. Um, It's about between the hours of 1.15 and 1.40 p.m. They're riding horseback. They're kind of riding upstream um, in the... I I wrote down where it was, but I don't remember and I can't see it. So... um, in their own words, they say, quote, they came to, well, they, quote, came to an overturned tree with a large root system at a turn in the creek, almost high as a room. Close quote. So they, <laughs> I am an apostle. <laughs> <laughs> they um, get to this massive tree root system that's just huge. And so they kind of have to go around it. And when they come around this, like, huge thing, that's when they see what we later will know as Bigfoot. Bigfoot. And they say they see a figure, quote, crouching beside the creek to their left on the other side of the stream. Um, so, lucky for us, Patterson was a bit of an amateur filmmaker at the time. He had done some other things, like, he had actually moved to Hollywood for a little bit and, like done some like small projects and everything so he had like a portable i mean it was 67 so it was like not it's not good quality it's not anything but he had like this portable video camera um and so he um pulls this out and he's like i'm gonna get it so they said that the figure began walking away from them and they kind of started to chase it because they're like so it turns out that they were actually kind of going up here because there had been bigfoot sightings Mm -hmm. and they kind of were hoping to see bigfoot but like they kind of so like that's why he brought his camera but then they were also just kind of going to go camping as well um so it's a super old video it's only 16 frames per second and it's super shaky um so they start chasing this and he like pulls out his thing he tells his friend to cover him with a gun just in case because they don't know what this creature is capable of um and he gets like 80 feet from the creature and the creature like turns over its back and like looks at him and when this happens patterson like kind of like trips and falls like stumbles and he said that he has never seen anything look at him with the content and disgust that like this creature did (laughs) 
did. Like, it was like, you idiot, you just tripped as you're like, okay, I want to be friends with Bigfoot. (laughs) That's so funny that he was like, you idiot human. (laughs) I know. And so then he's like recording it, and that's when we get like the most. This is where we get that like picture taken from these um, frames of the like the one that's like famous Bigfoot where it's, he's like walking and it's like yeah, yeah. that fun one <laughs> I'll post picture <laughs> everyone knows this one and that's why I didn't send this photo to you and so then he like kind of like follows it for about it's only about two minutes long again 16 frames per second and then it just kind of like walks off into the brush and they try to track it for another mile or so but then it gets too dense like brush and they can't the horses can't do it they can't do it Stupid so they have to give up but that is the i would say probably the most famous is not i don't think it's the first and it's not the best but like the most famous encounter with bigfoot because it that's where that picture comes from yes that everyone has seen you make the same face every time. It's like everyone knows what face the Bigfoot is making. <laughs> so do you want me to tell me all you my all of my Bigfoot stuff? Or do you want to go No no no. All the Bigfoot stuff okay. and then me. And then we'll debate Okay. Whose is better? Well, that's not fair because I just am a bad storyteller. Um true. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. Okay. So there, there's a bunch of other stuff that like I read and uh, there's like some stupid stuff. Okay. But picture this. It's 3 a.m. I'm me. I'm sitting in my dark living room. My roommate is gone for the weekend. I'm all like paranoid. I've been listening to Crime Junkie all weekend. So all I've been listening to is gruesome murders and kidnappings. It's 3 a.m. and I'm sitting and my door to my room is open so I can see it from my couch. And I'm watching videos of like Bigfoot encounters. And so I'm like crapping my pants like so scared. And I bet if I watched him right now. It wouldn't even be scary. Yeah. But this is one, this guy, he, it's literally just him. His name is Mike Woolley. Um, he's from Louisiana and it's just him telling his bug fit story. So mm-hmm. I watched this one and like, I was scared at 3 a.m. this morning. So <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. So he lives in Louisiana and he, he's a avid deer hunter. So he's like, I'm going to go deer hunting. Um, Things are, are going to go well. You know, I don't know if I'm making this up, but when he was telling the story, I pictured snow on the ground. Okay. Do people hunt in the snow? Um, people hunt yeah, in the snow, Yeah, you can, right? like, hunt for... Yeah. Okay, so snow on the ground. He's on his... What is it called? His, like, deer perch or whatever. So it's like this... It's, like, the thing that you, like, climb on so you have, like, a better vantage point and you can, like, yeah. watch for animals, whatever. So... He's sitting there just like chilling. I do you drink like I know when people go fishing they I don't my family doesn't hunt so Mine like doesn't either. when people We're go fishing they always drink beer. But like do people do that? You can't really drink when you're you hunting, can't right? Drink when you, you have you a hunt. gun. Okay, yeah. So he's not he's not he's throwing back like a couple beers. Lemonade. He's probably <laughs> chewing like tobacco. Okay, let's say he's just having a good time chewing some tobacco, like, because I, that would, like, there's got to be, <laughs> hunting just does seeds. not, does not entertain me because the idea of just going and sitting there for two hours and possibly not anything happening. That's why I hate fishing. I hate fishing. It's the worst thing ever. I've been fishing once in my life. And then I went, I went with my scouting troop back when I was like 12 and all these pansies were like, I don't want to gut the fish. And then I had to get like 12 fishes. But you didn't and I'm catch like, I'm any? never going. No, I caught like two as well. Oh. But then like I had to gut their fishes. Ew. And I was like, this sucks. I don't want to do this. And so I've never been fishing yeah, again. Yeah, I'm People just like, not like, want to go fishing? I'm like, no. I yeah. like going fishing where it's like a man-made lake and they like put fish in there. So it's like super hard for you not to catch a fish like it's guaranteed mm. you'll catch one i like that mm-hmm. but no anyway that was off topic this man is deer hunting so he's on his like perch and he hears some rustling rust rustling in the bushes and he sees this like doe come out deer. of like the brush 
and it actually comes like very close to him and almost like lays down and like in front of his perch and he realizes that it's like being followed like it's kind of like running away from something so initially he's like this is like a buck is following it like he's like here's my chance i'm gonna get this really good um buck to kill and so he starts like prepping his gun and then he sees something out of this corner of his eye and he sees this dark figure hop into a tree. Nope. And it's just tall, dark, and hairy. And handsome. And he... We'll get into that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, at first, he's sitting there and he's like, what the hell? Like, this is just some stupid person that's, like, trying to scare him away. Like, and he was just, like, kind of pissed off about it because he was like, I want this buck. And so he's like, I'm just going to, like, talk to this dude, like, yell at him, tell him to shove off. And so he looks at him, and he says, when I looked at him, he's like, the, like it, he thought it was someone in a suit, but he was like, it gave me, like, a sinister look, is his own words. And I don't like the word that he, the fact that he said sinister. He was like, he could tell that it was, like, pissed at him for some reason. And so he takes his rifle, because he's like, I don't think that's, like, person so he takes his rifle and he looks through the scope so he can get like a better view of it and he said i took one look through the scope and he's like i knew i was in danger and he said he could see the breath coming from its mouth or its Mm -hmm. nostrils but he was like but i was also taken aback because i could tell that it was so human he talked about like seeing the eyes he's like and then even like the eyelashes just like you could see like the anger on its face but it looked human and so he was like, it was pissed. And then it like had this like throaty growl at him. And so he's already like, what the hell is this? What's going on? And then a hundred year- yards to the northeast, he says he hears a whistle. And he's like, what the hell? The creature looks at the whistle, like towards the whistle and then whistles back and then looks back at Mike. What? And he's like, this is when Mike is like, F this. I'm getting out of here. He hears movement coming from the direction of the first whistle. And he's like, he's like, he's in his own words. He was pretty much like, I'm going to end up on the nightly news. Like people are going to. Yeah. Like I'm going to die. I'm. Yeah. And he's like, I thought maybe he talked about a, it. Be, he's heard things of called feral humans. I don't know what the hell those are, but he's like, maybe it's them. But he's like, I jump off my stand. He's like, I just start running towards my truck. And then he says, I look, he looked behind him and the creature was like following him, like running towards him. And so he's like, holy shit. Like, and then he realizes that like when he's running to his truck, he's like, I'm going to have to stop to unlock my truck. Like my, I'm going to have to stop to unlock my truck. And he's like, that's when it's going to get me. So he's like, I got to like do something. So he decides to fire a warning shot just to like see if he can slow it down. And so he fires a warning shot. It hits a tree like kind of near it. And it kind of slows him down. And then he gets into his truck, starts it up, and starts driving away. And he sees a second one in his rearview mirror coming down, like, the fire road. And he's like, there's two of them. Like, Mm -hmm. I have two of them chasing me. And then he ends up driving away. And he's like, I have no doubt that, like, they were pretty much hunting me. Mm -hmm. But then he's like, all I say is that if you had, so at the end of like his like story, he's like, all I have to say about my experience is like, is if you encounter this same creature or something like this, he's like, don't engage, don't look at them, don't make eye contact. And then especially don't point a gun at them. Yeah. And that's really all he says. Cause then they'll feel And then threatened. he just said, and then he just kind of talked about, he's like, the reason I didn't shoot it was because it looked superhuman. <gasps> and then, he was like, it just didn't feel right to like kill it. Actually, shoot it. Yeah. So that was his story. Um, moving on. I mean, we're already at almost twenty minutes, so I'm going to get through this kind of fast. No, you're fine. So, um, another thing is that Bigfoot actually had its own FBI file. What? So like the FBI. So like if you worked for the FBI, you could have worked on the Bigfoot case. Please, can I um, work on that? No. So it actually turns out that this case really isn't that much. All it was was so like in the nineteen like so like right now everyone thinks Bigfoot's fake. It's like just like a big hoax. I don't. And it's kind of like a fun thing. No, I think he's real too. But um. 
in the 1950s to kind of the 1970s, it was kind of like people thought this creature actually existed, and it was kind of like the game to try to like be the first one to discover him. Yeah. So in the 70s, Jay or what is the guy's name? Where is Peter Bine? Burn. I'm going to say Peter Byrne. He is of the Bigfoot Information Center and Exhibition um, in the Dales, Oregon. And in 1976, the same year that that um, first film was taken, they found about 15 hairs attached to a tiny piece of skin that they could not figure out, like, what kind of animal it belonged to. Ew. And, like, so they were, like, what kind of possibly skin maybe... Was it? That's the thing is they like they literally couldn't figure out what it was. And so this guy, he actually sends this like sample to the FBI. And Jay Co- Cochran Jr. was assistant director of the FBI's scientific and technical services division. He actually writes back to Byrne um, pretty much saying he's like, you know, the FBI really doesn't work with stuff like this. Like I, we usually work with criminal cases and that kind of DNA but he's like, they can make exceptions, and I'm going to make an exception in your case. So he has his lab, like, analyze it, and he writes back to Peter Byrne pretty much saying, we don't know what animal this belongs to, but it comes from, like, a deer deer species origin. A deer? So that's really all that the FBI has on Bigfoot. Oh, that's and it wasn't that cool. I know. I just had to grab your attention because that's what the article did to me. Well, you did. And then I was very disappointed. Yeah, same. But so I just kind of like debated on whether or not the FBI is like saying like, oh, because it's a deer or like they weren't like, oh, it's deer hair. It just like is like the familial deer species. Yeah, but that doesn't like match. I know. Or but maybe maybe it's like a government agent Bigfoot and so they just had to cover it up. <gasps> Bigfoot is a government agent for the Cold War. <gasps> oh my! No, gosh. Bigfoot was just Russians <gasps> dressed as Bigfoot trying to spy on the U.S. That's what it is. Yes. Case solved. Um. Yes. Um, and then the last thing that I have. Well, then I have like half a thing is so there's this website just called the 10 most convincing like evidence of Bigfoot. And one is that first 1976 film um, of the most common Bigfoot walk. Um, And then there's a sighting in Northern California in 2001. It's a youth group that's camping and their leader, Jim Mills, actually videotapes this like skulking creature that's on the ridge for seven minutes and is considered like the longest Bigfoot sighting. Um, But again, people just think that's someone in a suit. Um, The third one was a Yeti, but that's different. We talked about that, so I didn't care enough. Four, there's this film called the Independence Day film, and it was taken on the 4th of July. I couldn't figure out where it was, but I watched this whole video on someone like breaking it down on like... On how it's you a like, hoax or no, how it could like because everyone was like, obviously it's a hoax. This yeah. is stupid. But then this guy was like, no, like here are the reasons I think it could like reasons I think it could not be a hoax. And it was like the way the creature walked and he like analyzed the way it walked compared to humans. And he's like, even with like a suit on, like it would take like skill, like training to walk that way. Yeah. And then also, it's actually of an adult pig, Bigfoot carrying a child. <gasps> like so a real like, child or a Bigfoot child? A Bigfoot child. So, it's like, basically, there's more than one Bigfoot then. Yeah, we think, I think there's Because there's like a lot of people saying that they've seen like two or three or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. So... I think he has a family. Um, I and saw then another... a video of a guy saying that he made love to a female one. Honestly, probably. Well, he claimed that it raped him, which is sad. But but if it's not human, can we really hold it accountable? 
It's kind That's the of, real question. It's part human. We don't know it's part human. Sure it's just because it looks human. Anyway, that was just a philosophical question. I don't actually have an answer for that. <laughs> okay, number five. This sighting is in Provo Canyon. No way. Yes. Yes. No. And I was like, how have I never heard this? October 2012. <gasps> two people start recording what they think is a bear. And so they're just like recording it. And then it stands up on two <gasps> legs and like walks towards them. Do you, and so they freak out and just like run away. Do they have the video? Um, I didn't watch it. Oh. I think it's a photo. It's oh, like a clip man. or like a. But I mean, I literally, you can just Google this. That's true. Um, I will try to post it though. Like I want to post all the pictures yeah. that I took from this. Um, six two thousand seven. A guy named Rick Jacobs takes photos of Bigfoot, and then at the same time, he captures some bear cubs like in the same night, and they don't look anything mm-hmm. alike. And so he's like, "It's a Bigfoot." But people like say that it's not Bigfoot. It's just a bear with like. That what's called mange, which is like this like skin disorder that animals can get. That, oh like, yeah, mats their fur and stuff. So whatever you want to believe there. Um, number seven, they had in 1980. There was a picture of a footprint taken that measured 17.75 inches, and at the same night, they heard strange noises and an unusual odor. So whatever. Um, there was another picture that was taken in 1994 in the Washington Blue Mountains. Um, there was another sighting in Mississippi. And then 10, their 10th one is also in Provo Canyon that I'm like, how have I never heard this? It was these, again, like, like, I know. We should go try to find it. So I'm dead ass. Let's go. Like, I'm ready. (laughs) Um, so the bear... So they, again, think it's a bear at first. And I think, I don't know if it was just a picture they have. But this time, the bear stands up and it starts to throw rocks at them. Like, that's a very, like, you've never, an animal doesn't, like, start throwing rocks. Yeah, the only thing that would throw rocks is, like, a monkey. Yeah. Or a Bigfoot. Or a Bigfoot. Or a human in a Bigfoot costume um or it's patrick in a bigfoot costume which and i'm pretty sure i actually should have double checked with my mom but i'm pretty sure one time because like my family's always been avid campers yeah and so one time my aunt actually this was back in like what 1990s like before it was like before i was born yeah and so like it was before like anyone in my family really had guns like if anyone did it now my brother-in-laws would shoot them but my aunt dressed up in like a <gasps> gorilla suit and while everyone was like at the fire like came running out That's of the bushes so funny scared everyone and then yeah no i w- i remember being told at like eight years old never to try to do something like that because now they have guns people in my family own guns <laughs> and they would shoot be pissed that's funny yes. though um and then another I'm, just, I'm not gonna end up reading what i found but i did find out that there's a lot of bigfoot erotica you're not gonna so read I mean, it if that do you want me to just read a little i bit. already read it too okay so there's this book that i found just while i was like searching for big bigfoot stuff don't ask me what i was searching <laughs> connor is very into like um furries so Ew, i didn't even think that this is like a furry thing but it is but anyway there's this woman her name is virginia wade and she writes this series called come for bigfoot and yes that's the come you're thinking of and so just in case you know just to support local authors or you know like lesser known authors i wanted to read her little summary of it (laughs) (laughs) so this is her summary kidnapped by a horny ape-like creature in mount hood national forest Porsche, Shelley, and Leslie find themselves in a lusty situation as a tribe of Bigfoots use their willing, nubile bodies to satisfy their mo- their monster cocks. 
how can Porsche leave all of this behind and return to civilization when she's in the arms of her Sasquatch, warm and snugly, in his matted fur? The only thoughts going through her mind are of utter bliss. But challenges abound for the star-crossed lovers, including Leonard's head injury, a devastating wildfire, and a sexy forest ranger named Mike. Will these obstacles shatter the growing love between an ape and its mate, or will lo- true love triumph? <gasps> wow. I really Find out and come it. for Bigfoot. I really want to read it. Do you actually? Like, I'll buy it for you. I feel bad for her. Like, she just wants to be with a man with a monster cock, but people won't let her. Like, no. love is love is love is love. Okay, you you go. Is that all you have? No, no, yeah, that was my last thing. Would you sleep with? Bigfoot? Is that all I have? What I, no a female according to Virginia Wade <laughs> no I'd be afraid but like a female Bigfoot no I'd still be afraid I mean it's okay all right this is how the beginning of hold on wait would you sleep with Bigfoot um I'm gonna read my notes now so <laughs> <laughs> so yes okay two eyes Two ears, a chin, a mouth, ten fingers, two nipples, a butt, two kneecaps, a penis. I have just described to you the Loch Ness Monster. A chimpanzee. And the reward for his capture, all the riches in Scotland. Yes, that is an office quote. Is my favorite office line. (laughs) And so I had to start my notes with that iconic line from creed bratton because we love a loch ness monster with a penis and nipples and a butt um so loch ness monster otherwise known as nessie is a scottish folklore of a monster that lives in lake you guessed it loch ness (laughs) um (laughs) most of the accounts describe this monster as large with a long neck and with one or more humps that, like, protrude out of the water. Um, and basically, this tale was brought to worldwide attention in 1933. But we're going to go into the history because it actually sightings have begun even as early as the 6th century AD. Um, there is this... Um, manuscript i don't know what it is an account called the life of saint columbia by this irish monk named adam adam non i don't know how to say his name but is an irish monk the same as like when you picture a monk yes now like a religious okay. monk but he's irish so yeah, like, like instead of the brown robe it's like a kilt. <laughs> i love your historical lessons thank yes. you yes I'm very versed in the Irish history because I am Irish. So, that is true. I am Irish. I am. From what side of your family? My mom. Her, my grandma, her mom's last name is Brady, which is like a super Irish last name. Okay. I'm Irish. I know I don't look like it, but I am. So, anyway... (laughs) This Irish monk claims that he was out by Loch Ness one day and saw people burying a man near the lake. So he was very curious and was like, excuse me. I can't do an Irish accent. Why you? Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you burying this man? And they're like, oh. Your Irish accent? It sounds like me trying to do a British accent. Well, I, I'm not trying anymore. Okay. Um, they were like, oh, him, he died because he was attacked by the water beast. And this Irish monk was like, the fu? What water beast? And he's like, that lives in the water, the lake, and it kills people. And so he was like, okay. And so he went. You know. No, you know that guy killed that guy. And you just see this monk walking up to him. He's and like, oh, like, shit. Hello, what is this man? And he's like, it was killed by the water beast. <laughs> and he's like, the water beast? And he's like, yeah, the 
beast that lives in the water and kills people? And that monk is like, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Let me go look for him. And that guy's like, this guy is dumber than a box of rocks because he just believes about the water. Really? The legend of Loch Ness is just a cover up for a murderer? Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. So this monk was curious. So he went swimming, I guess, with a bunch of these other swimmers. And then he saw Loch Ness Monster, like, go start to attack this swimmer. And so he, like, speedily went and got in between the Loch Ness Monster and the swimmer and did the sign of the cross and was like, do not hurt the swimmer. And then the Loch Ness was like, obeyed him and went away. Again, I picture the murderer guy. He's like, dude, this guy thinks that there's some, like, monster in the lake. He's like, I need, please. He's like, I'm just going to come at you and, like, pretend to grab you. We'll be fine. I just got to kind of help sell it. And so he starts going for his friend. The guy jumps in front of him, does a cross, and he's like, what the hell? Just like, what is this guy doing? And then just was like, okay. And but it just was a water away. beast. It didn't look like a human. It looked like a water beast. Maybe this guy's just really good at arts and crafts. You don't know. He did kill someone. <laughs> he obviously has many hidden talents. Ay, ay, ay. Okay, so yes, that's the first account of um, the earliest report of the Loch Ness Monster. Um, the first modern sighting of Nessie um, was in the 1870s when D. Mackenzie claimed to have seen something moving in the water. Um so in 1888, I'm just gonna like, go over like a fish. No, like it, it can't. Yeah. He's like, there's something moving in the water. It's a monster. It's just a fish. Shut up. He just he's he real. Really hates fishing. Okay. Um. So I'm just gonna go over like some of the sightings. So 1888, someone quote said there was a large stubby-legged animal surfacing in the lake and propelling itself through the water they saw you swimming that's so mean i am gonna have to um never come to this podcast ever again um your legs are stubbier than mine I'm actually going to cry myself to sleep tonight. So anyway. No, you won't. I might. And you'll feel so bad. No, you won't. Because you're no, an remember, asshole. You're, that, you're the friend that everyone always bullies. Why? <laughs> Why, though? I'm sorry. Please so continue. Mean. This is not a pod. Oh, this is not a podcast conversation. This is a podcast. Anyway. That person said it had stubby legs, but that's the only report of the Loch Ness Monster having legs. Okay, next. May 2nd, 1933. This is like the best known article about Nessie. Um, It was an article by Alex Campbell and was published in the Inverness Courier. And it talked about a sighting by this guy named Aldi McKay, who claimed to have seen an enormous creature... With the body of a whale rolling in the water. That sounds like you. <laughs> I got it to it I first. I should have saved this. You're an enormous creature. <laughs> <laughs> Connor is enormous whale. <laughs> anyway. So yes. That's his report of it. Suck my ass. You piece of shit. August 4th, 1933, another report was published of, quote, a dragon or prehistoric animal with another animal in its mouth. And these people, um, were these the people that, yeah, they were driving in a car and then they saw it. So it like had another animal in its mouth and they said it had a long neck, which moved up and down and it was big with a high... I put ABC. I don't know what I meant to put there. A high. A high up. A high what? What does high ABC mean? I don't know. Artificial. Artificial bat. The high. 
honestly have no idea. Coochie. Hi, Coochie. No, it's male. Um, And it moved very fast. So that was that report. This is report 1933. A lot of these are in like 1930s. Um, Hugh Gray. He was the first to take a picture of Nessie. And it's slightly blurry, so you can't really tell. But if you like squint your eyes, it looks just like the Loch Ness Monster. Oh. Yeah. Now we get to a better photograph called the surgeon's photograph in 1934. It was the first photo taken of the creature's head and neck. Um, it was the first photo. Um, oh, there was two photos taken. So the first one was of a small head with a, um, the back. So you could see like the back kind of surfacing and then the neck and the head. And then the second is the same figure, but it's like diving back into the water. Some say the freaking haters that this photo was a hoax and that the photographer like used a toy submarine and crafted this monster to make it this photo so that people would believe him. But I say that's just no, it's really messy. Okay. Next, we got 1938. We have the Taylor film. Um, this man named G.E. Taylor filmed something in the Lake of Loch Ness, and people say it resembles Nessie. He just filmed something like yeah. He filmed rock. a figure, and people are like, "That's Nessie." So, <laughs> okay. And then the last, I mean, the Wikipedia page literally had like 50 sightings, but I just did not want to write them all. So. If you really want to know every single time someone has seen Loch Ness Monster, you can go to Wikipedia. Um, 2014, so more recent, on Apple Maps, um, it was reported that a a satellite image on Apple Maps showed what appeared to be a large creature below the surface of Loch Ness. And a lot of people were like, that's Nessie. Um, And it's in the far north of the lake. And the image is 30 meters long. So. Steve Jobs was warning us. He was. Rest in peace. Okay. Next. I'm kind of go. So because people were like so interested in Nessie and wanted to find him. um, A lot of search parties were created. So like your thing for Bigfoot. There was a. Loch Ness Phenomenon Investigation Bureau that was created. It was like its own little special task force that was Ooh. a UK-based society and it was formed in 1962 and it, its mission was to study Loch Ness and to identify him as well as determine the causes of reports like people's reportings of s- seeing him. They wanted to find like is it really him or was it something else? Um, so it didn't last very long, only 10 years, because then it was disbanded in 1972. But they got like some work done, not anything like super amazing or credible or worth talking about, but cool. Okay. Yay. Now we got the Robert Ryan Studies. Um, which was a group of researchers from the Academy of Applied Science. They were led by Robert Rines, and they they conducted a search for the monster, and they used sonar examinations of the depths of Lake Loch Ness for unusual activities. And they actually found some, like, sketchy stuff down there, so. Like what? Uh, I don't know, because this is the part where... Literally, I'm going to read to you. These are my own words. I said, this shit is hella boring. (laughs) (laughs) I said, basically, a lot of people have seen the Loch Ness Monster, and there have been a lot of search studies and parties that have seen it. There are a lot of logical explanations for it, but those are dumb. Like, we are not here to know that the Loch Ness Monster is actually just an eel, an elephant, or a piece of wood. We want the fun and crazy stuff. So, if you want factual history, go to a different podcast because I want to talk about weird shit. Because we talk about conspiracies. Yeah. And so, obviously, like, this whole thing is a conspiracy because 
is the Loch Ness Monster real? Is it not? I don't know what purpose I really, they're... I really like... I mean, going back to... I me, really like I'm your conspiracy that you invented. The one about the Cold War? Oh, for Bigfoot? Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. But I also like your one about... Oh, also the one about the dead guy? Yeah. Because yeah, I'm like... I know. I'm, I'm a good... I'm thinking, I'm like, what tonight. motive does someone have to making up the Loch Ness Monster? But that's a pretty good motive. Like, that guy just killed someone, and he was like, oh, shit. Thursday, he was killed by a water monster. By <laughs> Nessie. And then and the Bigfoot like, one... Oh, is that your wife? Yeah, and the Bigfoot one could have totally been, like, a spy. Or still is a spy. So, yeah. So, I got bored. Like, I just couldn't read any more about, like, What if Bigfoot's a demon? I've seen Bigfoot, or I've seen Loch Ness Monster, or these are the people that say they've seen them, but really haven't. And I was like, this is stupid. I don't want to talk about this. So, what do I do? What any logical person would do. I go to Reddit and just search Loch Ness Monster. And... Yeah, I almost ended up on Reddit, too. Reddit did not let me down because the first thing that popped up was an article titled, I had sex with the Loch Ness Monster. And I said, yes, see, this is what the people want. This is what the people need. Weird how both of our research ended up in erotica about these things. (laughs) Maybe something's wrong with us. But we... We live in a sex-crazed society. Our, yeah. It's all I mean, about sex. We're sex-crazed. Sex sells, <laughs> honestly. So this episode will do better sex, if we talk Let's about talk sex about... with fictional, mythical creatures. So <laughs> <laughs> this is a real newspaper article. It was published in the newspaper of Wales. So um, this was a story by Maureen Evans, was the person that claims she had sex with the Loch Ness Monster. She's 37 years old, well, at the time, and she's from Barmouth, North Wales. And she claims that she has been having a long-running affair with the creature, Nessie, and has been, quote, sucking its monster cock every day for the last decade. Why is that phrase so common? I but don't like. But here's the thing: I think it's just talking about like not monster like big, even though it definitely is. I think they're just referring because... to it is an actual monster cock. Oh, because that was used in my Bigfoot. Yeah, I think it's too. just referring to like Bigfoot and Nessie are monsters, so they obviously their cocks are monster cocks, oh. as well as being ginormous. Okay. So, she <laughs> she claims that she first met the monster because she was going for an early morning skinny dip in Lake Loch Ness, as young girls do. And she suddenly felt, quote, <laughs> Oh, shit. My eyelashes are glued to my eyelid. Um... Oh, no. Um, she, quote, felt something rubbing against her left booby. <laughs> she wo- used the word booby. Okay, so. Oh, no. <laughs> she said it felt so nice that she was like, okay, I'll go along with it. But then she's like, I should probably turn around and see what is grazing my breast. And she turns around. To see what it was. And she said it looked like a giant dinosaur was caressing her. <sighs> with its wing, with its hand, with... Uh, with its flippers. We'll talk about that more. Oh. She said that he communicated with her through telepathy. Oh, okay. Of course, because can't oh. talk. And he said... That he found her very arousing. And she, through telepathy, said she found him very attractive and liked him as well. Wait, she just says it's a it's a dinosaur, right? Well, dinosaur looking. Okay. Why? 
Just keep going. Okay. She also says he was, quote, a mass of pure sexuality. And that he was super just, like, oozed sex and was very seductive and tempting. Like, she couldn't... I'm, the... I'm going to send you a picture <laughs> yeah. of... Of who? Of what? You're picturing? I think she... <laughs> yeah. It is definitely an old dinosaur. Oh, no. Where are my messages? And definitely exudes raw sexual energy. I swear if you say Barney, I will kill you. <laughs> oh, no. Did I sent it. It's delivered. Prince Andrew and here, could here, be also here, skinny dipping. Is that his name? Prince Andrew? <laughs> yeah. I I literally Googled royal family old guy. That's the guy that's on picture, Epstein okay, Island. No, so hear me out. Hear me out. This is why I I thought of him. It's because I went to the UK, the royal family's lizard people. <gasps> this dude is old as crap. And the whole time you're talking, she's like, I felt something grab my left boobie. I'm like, it's literally just a man, like, in the water. It's just like, like a nasty this, old man. This girl swimming, and he's like... Yeah, because we know I'm Prince Andrew's a predator because he rapes children on Epstein's Island. Oh, yeah, on Epstein's Island. Wow, I'm... My conspiracy... Confirmed. Prince Andrew is the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> <laughs> Which means he's got a monster cock. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Prince Andrew's packing heat. May I continue the sexual encounter? Yeah, sorry. She goes on to yeah, say sorry. that she felt his flipper touch her wap, her wet ass pussy. She did not say that, she, she used but I'm words. using better words. Touched her wap yes. and made her ushy gushy. <laughs> Ooh, ugh. I don't like those phrases. And so, of course, she has to return the favor. So she holds her breath to dive in the water and goes down on him. I put goes down on him because I said, how can you suck a monster cock but also be holding your breath? Doesn't make, doesn't compute in my mind. Like, you can't hold your you breath, go underwater, it. and then find the dick and be like, oh, okay. So... Okay, what's her name? Okay, Maureen. You're Maureen. Li- you're lying. Okay. I just think of Prince or King Julian from Madagascar. He's like, Maurice. <laughs> but he's like, Maureen. Maurice. Hello. So anyway, it's still Prince Andrew. You can picture that instead. So yeah. she sucks his. This is better fitting. She sucks his monster cock. And she said it was so awesome and tasted. She said her his semen tasted Ew. like something, but I didn't know what it was. But she's apparently tasted good. And she says that's why she's met up with him every year because it was just so amazing. Now oh, she, it's a yearly thing. It's a yearly thing. I know I said every day for okay. a decade because that's what the article said in the beginning. But then towards the end was like, we just meet yearly. So I'm like, which one is it? Marine. So <laughs> <laughs> she says... This is, like, the the sad part of it. Um, unfortunately, their genitals aren't compatible. He's too big. Oh. So they gotcha. can't have real intercourse. Intercourse. Which really bumps her out. Um, but she's like, he is not an eel. And she also, to all the haters, is like, it's not bestiality because he is sentient. So I'm like, is that why it was okay for Belle to have sex with the Beast? Because he was sentient? She never had sex with the Beast. That's what the movie Mm. said. She allegedly. She did. Okay. Also, F Belle. Like, why would you ever choose the Beast over Gaston? She's an idiot. But anyway, I digress. Uh, He's rich. Um... Gaston is too. He wasn't rich. He could be. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. She just 
is sad because she can't have intercourse, but that was Maureen's experience having being raped by Prince Andrew. I mean, the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all. You got to admit that description she gave. I just googled Prince Andrew Flipper too to see if anything <gasps> popped up. Ew. And all that came up though was like his Epstein stuff. Ew. I mean, you're just like on fire with the conspiracies today. I know. Because they're very convincing. So we found out that lizard people live is a spy for the government. A government. We don't know whose. We don't know I kinda think I'm thinking Russia but or the Soviets. Or maybe just God. (laughs) Maybe. Never mind. He just God sends spies. <laughs> anyway, that was one. Second, that the Loch Ness monster was created by a murder to cover up a murder. Cover up. But also, Nessie is Prince Andrew. If he is real, he is Prince, he's Prince Andrew. Andrew because they are the royal family are lizard people. And, and he's a predator. He's creepy. <laughs> And he looks like a freaking old dinosaur. Who would you do? Bigfoot or the Loch Ness Monster? F. Mary Kill. F. Mary Kill. Loch Ness Monster. Okay. <laughs> Loch Ness Monster. Bigfoot, Bigfoot or? Maureen. Maureen? Was <laughs> oh, that not answer? No. Let's. Yeah. <laughs> that was my third one. Okay, no. Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster, or Dracula? Ugh, that's lame. I feel like Dracula is not on the same like caliber as them. Because he's human. Well, then, like, what else? I feel or... like, like a. Um, what's like another creepy thing? A monster, Frankenstein. Okay, F. Mary Kill, Frankenstein, Bigfoot, and the Loch Ness monster. I think I would kill the Loch Ness monster. I would. Bang. Mm. I would bang Frankenstein and Mary Bigfoot. Okay. What would you do? Okay. Um, I mean, I'm kind of screwed over because I feel like all three of them are usually male. Well, they can so... be girl versions. Okay. No, but I, here's the thing. I was going to say Bigfoot because I could marry a female Bigfoot. Yeah. I'd probably bang the Loch Ness monster because Maureen made it sound very that's well. true and then Frankenstein's just kind of gross so but my only thing is like Bigfoot and Frankenstein are actually somewhat kind of human Loch Ness monster is just a straight up like that's why true. it wouldn't be kind of interesting to bang like a weird no. like creature <laughs> That's like you don't marry it. That's it's true. Just, it's just a life experience. It's just like for fun. Just to say you did. Yeah. Never have I ever banged <laughs> the Loch Ness monster. Oops. <laughs> put down your feet. Put down your finger, Maureen. Maureen. Yeah, Maureen. <laughs> Never have I ever banged Prince Andrew. Maureen. <laughs> put down your finger. <laughs> Should the guys? I really did. Um, <laughs> this was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing else to add. Do I do do I close it out or do no? You close I close it out. It out. I do you just have anything else to say or no? No. Okay. Um. Well, thank you all for listening to this week's episode. This one comes out this is like our halloween one yeah happy halloween everyone it's our favorite holiday um we will be celebrating it together together in utah so we're excited we're gonna go find bigfoot we're gonna go find bigfoot we might bang the lock list we might bang prince andrew (laughs) he's lurking around in the shadows We might even try to, like, find Frankenstein's monster on Tinder. So. Yeah. So, happy Halloween. Everyone, please be safe. Um, And, yeah. Wear a mask. Wear a mask. Be COVID conscious. It's not fake. Haters gonna hate. Um, <laughs> anyway. 
<laughs> if you need to contact us, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, on Instagram, we're at Snacks and Tinfoil Hats. On Facebook, we are Conspiracy Snacks and Tinfoil Hats. On Twitter, we are CSTFHP. Um, and then if you wanted to email us, we are at CSTFHpodcast at gmail.com. Um, we love to hear from people. Um, but yeah. And just know that if we go missing, it was Maureen. Prince Andrew. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. So I will be practicing my British accent, oh, no. and I—it's—I don't. I'm struggling with it right now. It's not very good. Um.